Hi friends, welcome to this week's Summer Rewind episode. Today we're throwing it back to one of our very first episodes back from April 2020 with Beverly Chang, fitness coach and soon-to-be reality TV star on The Amazing Race Canada. No big deal, Beverly is freaking epic. We love her. She is awesome. And we are just so excited to re-release this one because this episode is literally fire for anyone who's looking to jumpstart a new fitness routine, set realistic goals, and achievable goals, accurately track your progress, and just be kind to yourself if you fall off the bandwagon. She covers it all. Yeah, and Beverly's philosophy to health and fitness is very much work hard, play hard with her fitness routine. We're here for that. She preaches consistency over perfection, and she's all about never punishing yourself with workouts or with what you eat and just doing it to feel your best and to love yourself, which is why we love her. So enjoy this episode and get ready for an epic season two this September. Stay tuned. Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hey guys, today we're not just working out our vocal cords, we're working out our bods. We have an awesome episode today on how you can fall in love with working out and keep your fitness journey going, even if you're stuck at home. So keep listening because we interviewed fitness coach Beverly Chang, who gives us some seriously fire inspo. We are so fired up. You guys are going to love her. She's so cool. We just want to be her best friend. (laughs) So when it comes to getting motivated to work out, we have literally tried everything from getting new workout clothes that we feel good in to sleeping in those workout clothes so that there's one less excuse from keeping us from going to that morning workout class. And it's especially hard to get motivated right now when we're all stuck at home binging 90s rom-com movies and making loaves of banana bread. But it's actually such a good time to work on your fitness if that's something that you value. And some of the best gyms and coaches right now are putting up free training for you right now to help us all get exercising at home. And it's totally okay if you're struggling to get moving right now, but we all know that staying active really is good for your mental and obviously physical health. And it'll give you some structure and routine right now, which I desperately know I need. It's one of those (laughs) annoying things that people are always telling you, like, just exercise and you'll feel better, but you don't want to hear it. Just fuck off. But seriously, (laughs) if you schedule in exercise that you genuinely enjoy, you're going to legit miss it if you skip it. And it's going to be a part of your everyday routine and it's going to lift you up. So here's a few things that have helped us stick to a fitness routine. So first things first, find what you love. Don't push yourself to do a workout that you hate or a big part of your routine is going to be something that you dread. So normally I love Studio Legree. I love going to boxing classes. I really hate running, but I've had to find what I actually enjoy that I can do from home. So I've been doing Kayla's BBG fitness program. So it really helps and you don't need much equipment. I've also been using the Glow Yoga app, which is great. And I've been following Beverly's live Instagram workout videos, which have kicked my ass so hard. They're so good. I couldn't even go up the stairs for two days after I did one of her like leg and booty workouts. It's insane. Oh my gosh. I was dying too. Like the girl knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Um, I used to be a big runner once upon a time, but uh, super random fact about me. A few years ago, I competed in this boxing competition where I trained for like six times a week for two months to become a licensed amateur boxer and actually had to fight a girl. It was- I can't picture you fighting a girl. <laughs> that blows my mind still because like I know you're a tough badass, but like I just can't picture you fighting someone. It, it was intense. I needed her to like punch me in the face first before I would like get the, no. the energy to punch her back. But yeah, it was good. I won. No big deal. Undefeated champ probably going to keep it that way. But anyways, I used to have to run a lot as part of the boxing training and I just totally wrecked my knee because of how just intense it was. So now I've moved to more like lower impact workouts at home that are a mix of strength training and hit or Tabata and require little equipment. So this whole working out from home thing is, is, is really good for me right now. I love a good a good at-home yoga sesh too. But again, it's all about finding what you love and and it'll just make working out that much more enjoyable. Totally. And our second tip is to make sure that you're working out for a positive goal, not a negative one. Mm -hmm. So it's all about how you frame it. You essentially want to work out to feel your best mentally and physically versus as a punishment because you don't like yourself or because you ate something that you're feeling guilty about Mm -hmm. because that mentality is just not going to serve you and it's not going to help you reach your goals. So you want to do it so that you can live your best life and feel comfortable in your own skin and confident. And if you do fall off the wagon one day or miss a workout, don't sweat it. Just pick it back up the next day and don't be hard on yourself because you don't need to reset just from one little slip up. Yeah, just keep moving forward. That's a good one. Also, get some skin in the game. If you're paying for classes or a personal trainer or a gym membership, you're definitely more likely to make the most out of that investment and really follow through with your fitness routine. So for me, class pass was perfect. I got such a variety of different gyms and workouts every month, but there's still lots of ways that we can invest in working out at home right now. So you really don't need much equipment, but you can order dumbbells and resistance bands on Amazon and you're good to go. And if you can afford to, investing in an at-home training program from one of your favorite trainers or gyms will really help keep you on track. So Beverly Chang's Fit From Home workout program is the perfect way to get in shape from your living room. No gym membership required. These are the workouts we tried when she was posting them live on Instagram for free. And goddamn, I worked harder than I have at any gym ever. So it's a legit investment. Tip number four is get an accountability buddy or an accountability buddy, as Jill would say. Yep, yep. (laughs) Working out with a friend or your partner or a coworker is just going to help you get motivated on those days when you're just not feeling it. And whether you're doing that in person with the people you live with or on a Zoom call with your friends. I know, Jill, you've been working out with some friends over Zoom. And there are also a ton (laughs) of at-home workout programs that have communities that you can lean on for motivation too. Jill and I have also been doing some of Beverly's workouts and guys like we're not kidding it is like a killer workout like you're dying you can't walk you can't sit like if that's what you want you got it you got to test it out totally and the fifth thing that is great to keep in mind is reward yourself you should celebrate your wins even the small ones and reward yourself with new workout clothes if you've achieved a new goal new running shoes or just a special favorite meal that you can cook up or order after a great workout But we are not the experts, so we've called in Beverly Cheng. We met up with Beverly for this chat months ago before coronavirus hit, so we do touch on stuff like group workout classes and hitting the gym, which we obviously can't do at the moment. But her advice is still so helpful because she specializes in online virtual training. So this is her jam. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how like if you're new to weightlifting or if you're intimidated by your gym's weight room, 
there's still a lot of prep and practice that you can do right now in advance. So if that's one of your goals, you can use this quarantine time to practice your form, to watch some YouTube videos and do some dry runs of getting into the correct position for barbell hip thrusts or practicing your stance and your form for cable crossovers and Romanian deadlifts. And you can also research how like right now you can be building up to some of those weight room power moves. So at home, you could be doing kettlebell swings so that you can build up to be able to do deadlifts when you can hit the gym. So all of this will help you so that when you're free to hit the gym again, you know what the fuck you're doing and you can crush your goals. But we'll let our expert dive into the good stuff. Beverly is a fitness coach and wellness content creator, and you've probably seen her killing it on Instagram and on her Born to Sweat blog, where she serves up workout videos, recipes, and real talk for living a healthier, happier life. She's a strength training pro who teaches and inspires athletes and beginners to hit the gym with confidence, and she's been helping people take care of their health while quarantined by live streaming workouts on her Instagram and with her Fit From Home program. This program is completely designed for people who want to get fit from the comfort of their own homes. It's only four weeks long, five days a week, and each workout is under 40 minutes. It's totally doable, and she makes it so easy for you guys. You can check it out on Beverly's site, borntosweat.co, or in the show notes at teachmehowtoaddle.ca. Now, without further ado, teach us how to slay our workouts, Beverly. Thank you so much for being here today with us, Beverly. Tell us about your fitness journey and why you started Born to Sweat. So Born to Sweat started off as a blog. Uh, I started it after I graduated from university. I played sports my whole life, and then I played rugby for pretty seriously for a long time. And when I graduated university, I decided I didn't want to play rugby anymore. So to kind of fill those extra hours in my day, I decided I wanted to create like a website full of workout videos because I really loved to work out, and I loved coming up with different routines. And so that's kind of how it started. Actually, before it was born to sweat, it was called Sweat is Sexy and then like Sweaty and Fit. So I went through all these like sweat names and then I landed on Born to Sweat. I was really happy with it. And it just kind of started growing from 2014 to now. So it's been around for five, six years. And yeah, it's like gone through a whole bunch of different phases. I started getting a little bit bigger on Instagram and on social media, and it kind of turned from just a hobby into a full-time paying job. And my fitness and my workouts have kind of grown with that. The more I've been doing and being in the space, I've picked up more knowledge and education. And so it's been an interesting journey so far. That's awesome. And can you walk us through some of your programs? And I know you just started a new coaching program, the Stronger You System. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I started creating programs about three, four years ago. So the first one I came out with was like a 12-week hit ebook. And it's funny because I would have to say that the programs I came out with really show the progression of how I moved in my own workout routine. So I was doing so much high-intensity training four years ago. So I came out with an ebook that was very high-intensity focused with minimal equipment. Uh, Then the second program I came out with was called 30 Days to Fit, and that was more based towards women who wanted to get into the gym but didn't really have the confidence or the knowledge to use barbells or use dumbbells or use the cable machine, things that would just give them anxiety. So Mm -hmm. I created a program that was very focused on helping them get through that, those issues and those struggles. And then I came out with another program because... (laughs) At that time, it's very selfish of me. I just come out with whatever I 
am doing. I was trying to lean out for summer. So I was doing, I kind of combined the strength training with a little bit more of high intensity training. Then I came out with a program called the four week shred. And that all those programs helped me connect with so many women on a much deeper level. And so then I came out with my coaching program, which is called the Stronger You System. And I call it that because I believe when you start on your fitness journey, a lot of us just think it's about getting fitter, looking better, getting that skinnier waist or bigger booty, whatever. But I like to look at it as having a stronger body, but also a stronger mind and therefore a stronger you. So that's kind of how I came out with that. And that's kind of where I am right now. That's awesome. That was going to be the holistic approach that you take. It's really great because it's a whole experience. Like your fitness journey isn't, as you said, just like about a waistline or about like one specific goal. It's the more holistically you can approach it mentally, physically. It's great. And you're very body positive, which we are Mm -hmm. all about because it's you got to love yourself the whole way, not just at the end. Yeah, absolutely. That's something I talk to my clients a lot about. It wasn't even something I realized that women struggled a lot with, you know, finding flexibility within their workout routines or like realizing that, you know, if they take a few days off here or there or eat badly for badly, I'm using quotation marks, but if they eat what they don't think is considered healthy for a couple days, it doesn't mean that all is lost. It just means that you can just look at the next day as a brand new opportunity and just jump right back onto where you left off. It doesn't mean that everything has to go down the drain or that you screwed up. Totally. Um, and just kind of trying to instill that mindset into them and learn to, yeah, just become more flexible and look at it as a fun journey that you're on, not just a rigid structure. I've been so guilty of that where I've started new fitness programs and then I'll mess up one day and I'm like, oh, well, I got to start all over again or I'll start again next week. And now I'm like, no, just Take it day by day, yeah. meal by meal, and start just where you start are. again. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like one of the easiest ways to look at it is, you know, if you if you look at your whole day and the meals you eat throughout the day, say you start off with a healthy breakfast and then, you know, at lunch, maybe you go out and have a few slices of pizza and uh, who knows, a couple beers, whatever. When I eat like that, which is pretty often, <laughs> then I just think to myself like, okay, like tonight's dinner will be probably a little bit lower carb, probably higher protein, some vegetables. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it as like, oh crap, like I might as well eat mac and cheese for the rest of my life. Like it's just a new opportunity for you to eat something better later on that's going to nourish your body versus continuing to think about fueling yourself with terrible food. Totally. That's a great point. <laughs> so On that note of working out, how do you constantly find the motivation to work out? Yeah, that's funny. Motivation is something that has come up a lot recently because I get that question quite a lot. I don't think it's motivation. What I think it is is routine and consistency. I've created a structure and I've created a life where I have to work out five days a week. And if I don't, something feels off physically, mentally for me. So it's I'll tell you right now, like, I don't have motivation to work out. I have motivation on Monday. And then the rest of the week, it kind of peters off. But I go anyway because it's part of my routine. And I know the benefits of it are going to way outweigh me sitting at home struggling whether or not I have the motivation to go. And I think that a lot of the time people are waiting for that motivation to hit, waiting, waiting, waiting. And it's never going to come because that's just not how we think think as humans that's Mm -hmm. just not how we work but we are very routine and we follow habits and so 
learning to create a habit and just whether that's through help having accountability like through a coach or through a friend or just like not setting such high standards for yourself but just starting somewhere and creating that consistency that's where that's where you're you're going to succeed but not by trying to find motivation that makes a lot of sense and studies show if you set goals and create your goals as part of your habits and you're not just abstractly saying I want to work out three times this week if you say I'm going to work out Monday Wednesday and Friday and I'm going to do a hit class or I'm going to go to studio degree I'm going to do whatever it is you enjoy doing you're more likely to see that through than if you just want to work out and want to wait for motivation to hit mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard to do but if you like structure it into your day and make it a routine as you said then it's mm-hmm. success rates are higher mm-hmm. I gotta start doing that <laughs> I also find that um this goes a little bit deeper and maybe a slightly off topic but it really does help to figure out like why you're doing something and why it matters to you mm-hmm. I have a few different reasons why it's so important to me but especially on the days where you really do feel like just you don't want to go and that's fine like if you don't want to go don't go it's like we said it's not a big deal but if you feel like that consistently I think it's really important to understand why you're doing something so maybe not just physically like like we said not just having a smaller waist or a bigger butt but being like okay I want to live pain-free Uh, I want to be able to play with my children. I want to be able to set a good example for my father. Like these things that go much deeper than just physical attributes. So true. The big why. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I feel like the older I get, the more I I think that way too. Because I'm like, I just want to be able to, when I have kids eventually, keep up with them. Or I was saying this to Jill the other day. I usually call her on my way home from work and I have to walk up like two flights of stairs. I'm always out of breath always out of breath and my goal is like okay a month from now I want to call you and be like hey <laughs> totally I'm fine I'm, yes. I'm sprinting yeah <laughs> yeah true definitely it becomes more about health I yeah. feel like as we get older and it's still great to have goals like I I would like to feel better about my body and that's a valid goal but also I just want to be healthy mm-hmm. and that's that's a really good goal to focus on too so what does your weekly fitness routine look like? Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, I work out five days a week. During the winter or like the colder months, every day is in the gym. One day is usually a boxing session with a trainer, um, like more of a Muay Thai one-on-one type session. But other than that, usually I do a lower body weightlifting day, a lower body, more high intensity, more explosive. As I said, I have an athletic background, so I like to incorporate a lot of athletic training into that. And usually one full body day and one kind of upper body back day. So I really, it really depends what my goals are. And that's something that I also want to share. Um, when people ask or want to just know themselves how to structure their own workout routines, it really depends what your goals are. So for a while, my goal was to have a really strong back. So I really worked like every week to build my back. And now I'm like, no, my back is too strong. <laughs> so now I'm like changing my workouts (laughs) to incorporate more cardio and more high intensity training and so like say you wanted to really have like firm up your legs or have a stronger glutes then you would adjust your workout routine to have like maybe two lower body days instead of just one so yeah it really depends what my goals are but I really make sure to hit every part of my body throughout the week right that's something I want to work on because I feel like I only 
know how to do whole body. Like I'll do a class or I'll go to the gym and do a bunch of machines and like go on the bike and I, I don't really isolate parts mm-hmm. per day and that would probably be more effective. But I feel like a lot of people don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure programs like yours help people learn like how to do leg day and just like do a leg day. <laughs> yes, by my program. <laughs> <laughs> but your your one-on-one coaching and stronger you system, like how does that work? Do you work with your your clients individually to figure out what their goals are if they don't know? Like I'm mm-hmm. sure there's probably people who are like I just want to lose weight and it's like okay, let's break that down a little bit. Absolutely. Actually, you'd be surprised. Almost every single woman who comes to me and that I work with says I just want to create a healthy relationship with fitness. Yeah, yeah, yes, women. Yes, (laughs) yeah. It's really cool. It's it's really good that people are recognizing that right now, and then that's like the first step, and then then the next step is helping someone or having someone help you get there. So the way I structure it is, I talk to them on the phone. Once they sign on with me, I send them an intake form. And as I mentioned, like everything, I want to know how they sleep. I want to know what stresses them out. I want to know how often they're on their phone, which is ironic because I'm always on my phone. <laughs> but and I want to know everything, like literally how much water they're drinking, what their poop looks like, because it's it's like I said, it's a whole encompassing system. It's not just one thing. So and then we get on the phone and we talk about how often they can work out that they because I don't want to give them a routine that's four days a week and they know they can only do three because mm-hmm, that's right. going to put them off or start them off on the wrong foot. So figuring out how many days a week they know they can 100% commit to. Mm -hmm. Then I create a program based on what their broad goals are. So some will be more of a fat loss category. Some will be more muscle building. And I customize it based on their experience, capabilities. And then I create a Um, a meal plan for them and we just stay in touch throughout the whole program so it's a 90-day program we get on the phone every couple weeks we talk through things they're struggling with and then if they ever have like just questions throughout the day we also stay in contact so there's so much accountability and I love it because you know there's such a shift to online training or just this online movement and some people like you know maybe they don't they don't look at it as as effectively as personal training I think it's just as effective if not more because I'm constantly with them throughout their whole journey so for people who are intimidated of stepping into the weight room how do you suggest people get over that fear Um, whether it's just trying out new equipment or just literally stepping into the the weight room for the first time Mm -hmm. the first thing I'm going to say is that literally no one cares about you when you're (laughs) working out No one cares about what you're doing. Everyone cares about themselves. If anyone is watching you work out, because that's what everyone thinks. They Mm -hmm. think that, oh, people are watching me. I'm going to look silly. If anyone's watching you work out, then they have a problem with their own workout routine because why are they not focusing on their own workouts? So that's the first thing. No one cares about you. Secondly, if you really do struggle with trying something out, prepare for it. So if you want to do, say, a barbell hip thrust, and you just don't understand how to get into the position, how to put weights on the barbell, how to where you should set your shoulders up, take that as an opportunity to learn. Watch YouTube videos. Google how to set up for a barbell hip thrust. Like, do as much as research as you can until you feel completely confident and practice it at home. Maybe, of course, you probably don't have a barbell at home, but practice with something else 
I'm like a dog. <laughs> I don't know what you would have a book, but just practice the yeah. movement at home. Step one: get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Please yeah, adopt a dog. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Practice the movement at home. Like really go through all the steps. If something makes you uncomfortable, it means you should probably do it. When I first started running my online training programs. I would get onto a video call with everybody who was doing the program and do like a like a little one hour video talking about something. So maybe it was about supplements, maybe it was about sleep, whatever it was. That made me so nervous. I didn't want to do that at all, but I knew I had to. I knew I would get better. So I practiced and I prepared. I would read so much and listen to podcasts just so I knew exactly what I wanted to say every time I got on the video and and then I'd make notes and I'd practice so that's all you can really do is just like if something makes you uncomfortable or intimidates you do everything you can to prepare for it so I've been thinking a lot about goal setting recently and how in the past I've just set strange abstract goals of like I want to lose this much weight or I want to you know as opposed to like how I'm going to go about doing that and you know getting stronger and what's your advice for people on how to set realistic goals Mm -hmm. when it comes to a fitness routine or a health journey Mm -hmm. I think the most important thing is so you create your goal and give me an example of a goal I would love to go down a clothing size because that's where I feel the most comfortable and the most confident so that is you know that's like your vision that's what everything you're working towards is that's like the bigger picture in the future. So what I like to look at it as is what are the things that you can break down into that you're doing day to day or even week to week that's gonna help you get to that goal. So if you wanna be a size six, that means you have to lose, let's say 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna lose 10 pounds? Well, that probably means that you need to eat at a calorie deficit for a little while. So taking a look at what you eat day to day and seeing what changes you can make. Maybe that means taking out that matcha latte mm-hmm. you have every day or every other day pizzas and beer at lunch yeah <laughs> the pizzas and beer at lunch stop that uh so yeah so maybe taking that out and then looking at your workout routine well i maybe work out twice a week inconsistently well how can you make that more consistent and what are you going to do when you get to those workouts if you want to lose 10 pounds that probably means that you need to start resistance training and maybe adding in a little bit of cardio to your routine and so rather than just saying I want to be a size six looking at all the things that's going to get you to being a size six whether Mm -hmm. that's your diet whether that's your sleep whether that's your workouts and then breaking it down from there and just creating this structured routine that's going to help you eventually get to that goal Mm -hmm. so like setting these intentions for yourself and making like incremental goals I think is important too because if I were to say this is not my goal but if I were to say I want to lose 40 pounds in the next few months that's not realistic at all and that will probably derail you because Mm -hmm. it's a not a healthy goal and Mm -hmm. b it's not an actual doable goal so setting up like incremental benchmarks so that you can get there and celebrate the wins and not be put off by this like massive mountain that you're trying to climb. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just creating small like daily intentions to get you closer and closer um, will just make it so much more simple and structured for you. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. I like that you mentioned sleep too. Like there's other factors aside from going to the gym and watching what you eat that really impact everything you do and your progress. Because mm-hmm. if you don't get a good night's sleep, you're not going to make it to the gym in the morning. Yeah. And, and maybe it's going to impact your hormones and yeah. the amount of 
food that you're craving and what you end up eating. So mm-hmm. it's a whole holistic approach. Yeah, sleep is actually something I've tried to learn more and more about and make a bigger topic in what I talk about online and with my clients because it's very underrated. Yeah, I love it, but I just can't get a good sleep routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me later. Okay, we're going to keep chatting. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> so once you've sort of settled on your goals and you've got your routine uh, going for you, what's the best way to track your process and your progress? Mm-hmm. I think two ways. One is through photos because photos really show you things that you might not see yourself in a mirror. It's just like an unbiased photo of you, right? It's just showing you everything. So front, side, and back photos. Same time of day, like if you take your before photos in the morning, take your progress photos in the morning before you've eaten. If you can, wear the same clothing, stand in front of the same wall, because that gives you a really consistent uh, (laughs) shot. Uh, The second thing I would say is keeping a journal or an app. So I track all my workouts on my phone, just using this free app, and it just shows how much weight I lifted every time. So if I'm doing deadlifts, then I just put in how many reps, um, at what weight, my rest times are usually pretty consistent, so I don't have to write that in. But yeah, and then just keeping track of that, and then you can always go back and have a look at what you used. And that's a really good way to help you progress if you feel like you're plateauing or if you're in a rut. It's probably because you haven't been tracking your workouts, so you've just been picking up the same weights for the last year. True. So yeah, mm-hmm. every time I'm doing an exercise, I have a look at what the weight it was that I used before, and I try, if I... Not always, but I do try to sometimes increase that weight so I know that I'm constantly getting stronger. So if you only have 20 to 30 minutes to get a workout in, like for people who are super busy and just kind of easily make excuses at the camp, but every bit does help. So what do you think the most effective, efficient, like bang for your buck workouts are if you can only squeeze in a bit? And like which exercises or types of training would you recommend for short periods of time? Mm-hmm. Um, well... It really depends, but if you know if you're traveling, for example, and say you only have 30 minutes and you want to get a workout in, I would probably just do like a full body circuit, mixing some higher intensity exercises with some more lower impact strength exercises. If you're trying to get a full body workout, I like to do movements that really work your whole body. So like a squat and press, you know, you're holding the dumbbells up at your shoulders, you're working your core, you're working your legs, you're working your shoulders, a burpee. I think some people really hate burpees. I love burpees. Good. But it's also, again, working your whole body, Um, skipping anything like that, that you know, you're getting every kind of part of your body working or like a lot of them. I wouldn't recommend doing some things like lateral raises because you know you're really only going to be burning out your shoulders at that point and if you're looking for a really effective full body workout I wouldn't necessarily suggest that Mm -hmm. but yeah just like putting together five or six exercises putting a timer on doing each one for 40 seconds like a minimal amount of rest in between each exercise and doing that for four or five times right and Mm -hmm. moves that like work double duty so you're doing like legs mm-hmm. but core mm-hmm. arms however sense. if you are a busy woman and you only have 30 minutes to work out every day I wouldn't suggest that I would suggest then um breaking it down into again more of a lower body day maybe one full body day and then one upper body day and kind of focusing the exercises based on which workout so if you're doing a lower body day, you're obviously going to focus more on your lower body mm-hmm. and vice versa. And 
just touching on strength training, because I also feel like people get a little bit nervous, at least women do, or intimidated to pick up the weights. Are people going to bulk if they start lifting? Like, is that something that people need to worry about? I don't know. Do I look bulk? No, you look amazing. <laughs> it's just this myth that is slowly being arms. dispelled. But yeah. it's like, I still read it on fitness blogs sometimes yeah. where they're like, if you want to get lean, make sure you're only doing using like five pound dumbbells. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't You know, know what? That's it's true. actually kind of funny because it has, it's this whole thing that girls are like, if you pick up weights, you won't get bulky. I kind of disagree with that. I do feel like I, it's actually weird. I was looking through my Instagram the other day. I went deep. I was like, <laughs> I was like in 2017 and I was looking at this video and I was like, whoa, like I look really lean and really like skinny, not skinny. I was still fit, but like skinnier than I am now. Mm-hmm. And I did think I was like, I have gotten a little bit bulkier. And I think <laughs> unless you're training five days a week for like 10 years, yeah, you might get a little bit bulkier, but yeah. if you're just starting out and you're just picking up those weights, no, you're going to look fantastic. And I think it's only something you do have to worry about when you are like every time Hardcore. you go to the gym, yeah. lifting more and more and more. Yeah. And like I said, if that happens, then you change up your routine. Right. I also think the goal and like ideal figure is thankfully changing a bit. So bef- like decades ago when like Twiggy was, you know, yeah. the ideal, like it would be a fearful thing to be bulky whereas now I'm like I think it's really sexy when I see like women that are like, pretty jacked and like really strong and I can yep. see their muscles I'm like that's really cool I mm-hmm. admire that and I think more and more women are hopefully just feeling like if I get arms that are like pretty jacked I'm down mm-hmm. and if it's it's not your goal that's totally cool but like it it's doesn't need to be a scary thing like being mm-hmm. strong I yeah. feel like is more celebrated now absolutely I feel like I've noticed that a lot on Instagram too. Maybe like four or five years ago, it was very much like the Gymshark girls with their tiny waists Mm -hmm. and like their Mm -hmm. big butts. And now I'm finding that the girls who show up on my explore feed and the ones who are growing are the ones who have like six pack abs and really defined delts. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, that's cool Mm -hmm. that girls are following that because that's like what they aspire to look like one day versus. Because that's realistic, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, a really tiny, tiny waist, that's not realistic. That's just genetics. And yes, hard yeah. work, but also <laughs> a lot is genetics. Yeah. So yeah, I do think it's shifting a lot too. So if someone were to jumpstart their fitness routine this week, what are three things that they could start doing right away? Mm-hmm. Jumpstart, eh? Uh, <laughs> Burpees. <laughs> uh, okay, well, the first thing I would say is start drinking more water. You should be drinking, like, three liters of water a day. And most people drink maybe one of these. Yeah. So It'll be a good day if I finish this bottle of water in front of me. Yeah. I'm a dehydrated bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing, drink a lot more water. Like, you should be peeing, like, every hour. Um, or at least I do. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I would say would be organize. So look at your schedule and see where you can start fitting in your workouts consistently. So we don't want you having a morning yoga session here and like squeezing in a lunchtime session here and then getting to the gym after work because you got to finish early there. Uh, you want to make it consistent. So looking where at your schedule and how you can make that happen for yourself. Does that make a difference to make to have it at like the same time or the same type of workout 
every week or I really that... think so because okay. when you put it in your schedule like that it's almost what I like to call a non-negotiable mm. versus if you don't put it in and you just put it in when your schedule kind of opens up it's not a priority it's yeah. something you put on the back burner until it works for you yeah but that's kind of what we were talking about like it's not always going to work for you you're not always going to have that motivation but if it's in the schedule then you're doing it yeah you're gonna go and then the third thing I would say mm, maybe get someone who's going to hold you accountable and especially if you haven't been working out for a while and you just need somebody to kind of keep you on track and keep you supported maybe that's your mom maybe that's your friend maybe that's a coach whatever it looks like for you that accountability actually can work wonders Will you be my buddy? I will be your accountability Aww. buddy. I would be honored. You too. Accept <laughs> <laughs> this rose. Yeah. Um, and then the last question that we always ask all of our guests, what is one thing you wish you had learned in school that wasn't taught? How to do taxes. Uh. Actually, no, my father taught me that. <laughs> I lied. My dad made me do that. Um, Thanks, Dad. Well, yeah. Lucky. How to do, no, um, let me think. I, I would actually say that, like, just uh, understanding entrepreneurship more and business ownership more because, I mean, how they weren't to know all those years ago, but, like, that's where the, we're heading, right? Like, mm-hmm. you even said, you're freelancing. Mm-hmm. Everyone is freelancing these days. Everyone's starting economy, a business. Yeah. yeah. So just really understanding the ins and outs of that and, like, how you can be as effective as possible and not get audited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm sweating. Yeah, I live it. in constant fear. <laughs> I, I truly do. The tax man. There was that meme that was like, like just had my friend help me submit my taxes, like waiting to be arrested promptly. Yeah. <laughs> Should be in jail in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it's really funny. We're uh, recording well, a tax episode this week, so. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For entrepreneurs, to too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell everybody where... They can find you, pimp yourself out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can head to my website, borntosweat.co, or you can find me on Instagram at Beverly Chang. And you. TikTok. Just kidding. No way. <laughs> We've been wanting to understand TikTok, but we're officially old. <laughs> yeah, we literally we tried. We, yeah. we, we had a few drinks at my cottage one night and like, we were we like, let's get on TikTok. And we took one video and we're like, this is the worst thing we've ever done. <laughs> Not going to lie. A couple of my videos went viral and they're they're dumb. I'm following okay. you. We're, I asked, yeah, we're gonna and we're going to have that. a working session on what TikTok is yeah, and how to back. use it. I'll come back. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. This was great. Thank you Thank for having you. me. We hope you're feeling super fired up and motivated by our chat with Beverly. Slide into our DMs and hit up Beverly on Insta to let us know how your fitness journey is going and what's been working for you at home. We'll leave you with a quote from celebrity trainer Jillian Michaels, who has kicked both of our asses many times with her workouts. It's not about being perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. And that's how change occurs. That's what she said. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.